What's up, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship with God together. Because even when we're not with you, we're with you. I'm your host, Amberly, and today I am joined by Tylee Johnson. Welcome, Tylee. Hey, y'all. Um, this week, we have gotten to dive deep into Matthew 21, verses 12 through 17, which is the story of Jesus cleansing the temple. And Tylee, I'm sure you've got some thoughts on this, but first, you told me a really funny thing the other day, and I would love to hear more about it. You said you cut your own hair during quarantine. Yeah. Um, so back in March... Um, I, we were right in the height of the pandemic where everybody was saying, we're probably never going to see each other again. It's going to be months before we're allowed to go outside again. Um, so I thought, what better time to cut my own bangs? So <laughs> I looked at YouTube. I tried all the, I looked at all the videos and then just went for it and regretted it instantly. So don't do it. Love it. Yeah, I did the same thing. Dyed my hair brown. Was not the move. Yeah, no. Pandemic got the best of us. Really did. (laughs) So good. Well, I know you've been following along with us this week as we've been working through Jesus cleansing the temple. So do you have any thoughts, anything profound to share with us? (laughs) So many thoughts. This is such a good passage. Um, I just love like how much it's emphasized that Jesus gets angry at injustice, that like he doesn't just say, this isn't the way it's supposed to be, you guys. Like, you should do something about it. He says, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And he does something about it. He's the one in there flipping tables and going crazy as other people would see it um, because this is just wrong and he needs to do something about it. Um, and I love that it's Jesus himself that's the yeah, one cleansing wow. the temple. <laughs> I think that he very well could have just said, disciples, go get these people out of here or called down fire from heaven or done something that everyone would have gone, holy crap, that's God. But he was the one that was in there driving out pigeons and livestock and traders and saying, get out. This is my father's house. You've turned it into a den of robbers. I mean, that's just so profound because it's personal for Jesus um, that this is his father's house and it's his people who are being cheated and robbed Um, and this, yeah, just shows how much he cares about this. And I think this is almost an allusion to what's coming, that Jesus is doing more than just cleansing this physical temple of the, the trading and the livestock and whatever else is going on that is on the surface still very wrong. He's doing more than just cleansing the physical temple, that he's cleansing hearts in this moment and he's paving the way, um, to what he's going to do. Um, In this moment, as you guys mentioned, that this was the only place the Gentiles were allowed to worship. And for Jesus to cleanse that, he's tearing the divide between the Jews and the Gentiles. And I think this is really pointing to what he's going to do in his death that he tore the divide between God and man. And that's just so profound to me. Yeah, it's so cool to see how proactive he is. He comes in and he sees an immediate need and he does something about it. And like... God, like God himself (laughs) came and did something about it and pursued justice for us and for everyone to to reconcile us back to him. So cool. So profound. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. God is so good, you guys. He is. Amen. (laughs) And I love that in this moment that Jesus does more than just act on this injustice, that um, it's so consistent with his character that Jesus does more than just act on this one-time injustice and then say, okay, wait till I get back to fix the rest of it. Um, that Jesus actually empowers us to also act upon injustice. Um, 
he gives us his heart for justice. And I think this word justice is such a buzzword in our society right now. Um, in America, you see the words social justice everywhere you go, yeah, whether true. that's in social media or in the news or even just having conversations with people. You can't escape this topic of social justice right now. Um, and our world is just so acutely aware of mm. all of the injustice that's going on all over the place. And it's angry about it. People want to do something about it. And they just have this burning desire and this knowledge that it's not supposed to be this way. Mm. Um, but something that God has just been really putting on my heart lately is that justice without Jesus is not justice. That wow. We won't have true lasting peace that we crave and we long for until Jesus is on the throne again, until Jesus comes back and wipes away sin and injustice and all of that once and for all. Um, but that's not to say that he doesn't care about the current injustices happening. Um, Jesus cares so deeply about the oppressed and the poor and the counted out. Um, and he has equipped us to do something about it, which is so amazing that he doesn't just have us wait for him to do the work. Um, yeah. We don't just pray, God, fix this, which absolutely we do. We pray for God to right the wrongs that we see. But he says, I'm going to right them through you. And that's so crazy to me. Um, it reminds me of this passage in 2 Corinthians 5, um, where he says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the, the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore, implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 20. It's just so amazing because um, injustice seems to be everywhere we look like like I said it's all over the place um, in this broken world we live in and it's so easy to, I think to let that divide us um, to let how we handle injustice or what to do about injustice or even what's happening in self divide us and tear us apart but what's crazy about Jesus is he invites us into more than that he invites us into something more this is something I've had to remind myself of daily and I will continue to remind myself of daily and ask the Lord to give me his heart on these issues, that my heart would break for the things that break God's heart um, and that I would seek the true justice and peace that only he can bring. Yeah. Wow. So many great thoughts, Kylie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. I loved when you said justice without Jesus is not justice. And that is so true because Jesus is our compassionate judge. He is the one who brings justice. Justice and Jesus go completely together. So I thought that that was really profound. Thank you for sharing that and just pointing us in that direction. So cool to see how Jesus was the hands and feet and just really embodied kingdom work and mm -hmm. just being a true citizen of the kingdom, even as God, being a son of God, but also being like as God. So cool. Yeah. Love it. Um, you also kind of alluded to what we've been talking about in Big Church a little bit, the Beatitudes, and just wanted to tell everybody we're going to be working through that next week together, Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. So tune in. It's going to be really good. Yeah. Remember, students, let's be real before God and with one another as long as it is called today. It's been great to be with you. See you guys next week.